episode of the Solutions Brewing Podcast. Uh, this is going to be a bit of an awkward episode. Um, this was the going to be episode one of the uh, um, Beers of Canada, but for West Western Canada, so uh, Alberta, BC, and Saskatchewan. And this is the episode that um, Brendan screwed up his audio, so we don't have any audio for him. So we have our two audio tracks, myself and Steve. And me trying to do some crazy editing. Uh, so with this, we're going to try and do this. And um, yeah, so if there's some awkward moments, just remember that that was supposed to be Brendan. Brendan fucked up. So we'll just do some weird little commentary and see how it goes together. Figure out ah, why not. This is going to be our episode 69. Why not make it a silly episode? Cheers, everyone. And hope you enjoy this episode. Yeah, so I, in talking with my sister-in-law today, she, uh, or a couple days ago, uh, she mentioned that, uh, yeah, it is an idea that uh, she had thought of. So thank you so much, Krista, because any ideas are good ideas for the podcast. But it's an interesting thing when you think of a province, what kind of beer do you think of from that province? So it'll be interesting once we get to to, uh, Alberta and talk about it. Um... But for me, uh, we're going to start in, uh, let's start in Saskatchewan. All right. Our, our uh, more flat, uh, more agrarian neighbor, you know, a little less population density as well. Uh, Rob, when you, when you think of Saskatchewan beers, what do you think of? Rabbits, the Pilsner. That's the only one I ever think of when I think of Saskatchewan. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that familiar with their craft scene, so I, like, I, I don't think I've even had, any, had much from there. Uh, so, yeah, so, Pilsner's the only one I can ever think about that ever comes from Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think every Albertan had a case of that in their fridge at some point in time. It just sat there, and then you didn't know why it was there, and it just existed forever. <laughs> So interestingly enough, like that, that's default choice. Another one I put up there because they did such aggressive marketing on it is original 16, like their lager and their copper or something Saskatchewan? like that. Yep. That's Saskatchewan. Huh? I think they did. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember because <clears throat> I can't remember if it was, it was a Pilsner, uh, brewery or if it was I like, can't remember where they're from, but yeah, they were from some other big brewery. It, it might have been Molson big-ish. too, because Molson used to have a, like again a whole bunch of breweries across the provinces. Like Calgary had one of them, for instance, and it, that's the thing. It was closing down, and then the original sixteen pooled their money together and bought it, and then started making okay beer. I don't know if it was the original sixteen. There was the sixteen people that did it, and they called themselves the original sixteen for the new brewery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, actually, I'm going to look that up real quick. Original 16. Because I th- I think they were a Molson brewery. So looking up original 16 real quick here. Uh, so it was originally Hub City Brewing when it first opened. Uh, then it was operated as O'Keefe Brewing uh, as part of the Molson brand. And then when Carling and Molson merged, uh, they were going to get rid of that brewery. So that was partially correct. I got partial credit. There you go. I remember seeing O'Keefe's around. I actually didn't even mind that beer. Yeah, like you actually still find it out east every every once in a while. But, I, but I'm pretty sure the label's like 
pretty much gone now. All yeah, right. well, I mean, when you're Molson Coors and you own 500 labels, it might be like, yeah, maybe we don't need this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, so that was a pretty strong start, you know, with Saskatchewan there. Uh, let's move it over to the other uh, side of, uh, of Alberta, <clears throat> which um, I think if the air... <laughs> no i was gonna i was gonna quote the uh the great arrogant worms uh the only good thing about uh, bc is that it's right next to us which is <laughs> british columbia um so what brendan what do you think when you think of beer from uh bc granville island winter ale Ooh, solid choice very oh, solid very choice here I, I remember the first time I had that at a bar. Um, it was in Calgary, and it was, again, during, like, that, you know, 2011, 2012, was, like, you know, the craft beer revolution is starting, and it was in on tap at, I think it was our local bar called uh, Lounge Burger or something like that. And it was just like, oh, yeah, we got this new thing in from Granville. And it's like, oh, okay, Granville, like, you know, that's that's fine. And then just had that beer, and it's like, again, one of those, like, life-changing moments, like, beer can taste like this and then you have like three of them and you're like oh god i've gained 50 pounds because it's weighing me down <laughs> i've got a really strong memory of that beer as well it was uh, the first time i had it i was in bc i was in whistler i was on a ski trip oh. i was on a ski trip in whistler and uh, i was taking a rest day and uh, so i was like ah whatever go for breakfast it was like 11 o'clock or whatever and i'm just walking around the village and um I walked into a bar called Amsterdam. Really nice bar. And uh, they had some their classic breakfast, breakfast, like pancakes and syrup, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. I never haven't had this beer. Let's try this beer. And uh, I was like, oh my God, it tastes like chocolate milk. I think I had like three or four of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then I was, I've been hooked on that beer ever since. It's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, a funny pandemic story is again during the pandemic and all that kind of stuff it was in at my local pub and of course pandemic comes shuts down uh, right at march when they're trying to get rid of their last stock so the restaurants and everything are closed down for again four or five months or something like that so it's middle of the summer and they still had all these beers they just disconnected them from the taps just had them in the cold space and basically took it back out and reconnected everything still had this winter spice ale so it was their special they had for like three weeks trying to lure people back in and it was winter spice ale in the middle of july they're gonna say it it doesn't taste as good when it's freaking sweltering warm outside it's still a very good beer but definitely There's not a reason so why it's a seasonal beer yeah yeah there's a definitely a good reason why <laughs> uh, so it's brand so uh, for me when i think of the bc one yeah um it's the phillips blackberry dino sour Oh, amazing! Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a great. Yeah, I love that beer. Uh, where did I? I can't remember where I first had it, but I remember once I found it. Yeah, I was crushing a few of those at a, each time at a time as well. Oh yeah, like that's a. It, it's actually funny. I, I remember giving it to some people who I thought liked sours, and it was actually too sour for them. They're like, "Oh, that's a bit much." I'm like, "Are you joking? It's juice, man." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one's not even that sour. That one's pretty damn awesome. <laughs> uh, 
I was going to say for myself, I always think of uh, Parallel 49 as the brewery. Uh, mm, you know, based, yeah, based, based in there. And the reason why I think of it is because the, again, the first beer that me and Brendan ever made was, uh, or the extract kit that we ever made was from Pel- Parallel 49. And it's based off their pale ale, which I think is their jerk face 9,000. I think originally it was. And That's so also an amazing beer, which is an amazing beer. And then we made a homebrew beer that tasted a lot like that. And it's like, holy crap, I think we can do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, it what like when I think of that, it's like, yeah, I think of parallel 49 and then every once in a while I pick up some of their, some of their beers. Uh, not so much anymore though. Uh, usually I, I pick up something a little bit more local now. They're, they're, they're kind of big now. Yeah. Brendan's a jerk face 9,000 for not being able to record his audio properly. So, th- you know, naming jerk face 9,000 is really appropriate. Brendan, you win the jerk face 9,000 award. Congratulations. Let's carry on. There's a brew, there's a brew pub in Salmon Arm as well. What's their name? I don't know why I mentioned it on the podcast, but I... Um, <laughs> like, uh, if I can remember what it was called, so it's Barley Station. Barley Station. Barley Station Brew Pub. Yeah, they had really good food there and really good beer. Uh, hmm. I always stop by there when I'm driving through. Not bad. Yeah. So it it's interesting you bring that up. Uh, that you know that you know they're getting spread around the province, but for the most part, like they, they started before us for the most part, like when it compared to Alberta, like I remember hearing about craft, like craft breweries in, uh, in, uh, BC before ever thinking about it here, even though like we, on a previous podcast, we have proved that like, you know, tool sheds been around since the nineties sort of thing and all that kind of stuff. But it's, uh, I've always thought of BC more, maybe it's cause it's like more Portlandy, more hipster, more, you know, that kind of trendy stuff. It's always, always thought that they had craft breweries, you know, long before we did sort of thing. Yeah, Alberta was a little late to the party. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's way more in Alberta now than there is in BC, but it definitely, uh, it definitely started elsewhere before, before we got on. Yeah. So a bunch of, uh, all the oil, oil workers quit and started making breweries. That's why. Yep. The right timing at the market sort of thing. Yeah. So then, speaking of which, when you think of Alberta, what do you think, uh, what beer do you think of? Honestly, um, first one that comes to mind is the Wild Rose Raspberry. It's one yeah. of my favorites. A very solid one. And, yeah. the, and by far the best raspberry, the consistently best raspberry across any of the I other I think it's the best there. raspberry beer I've ever had. Like, you know, Village makes a decent one. Uh, Grizzly Paw makes a good one. And then a couple of craft breweries here and there make a decent one, but none compared to the, the Wild Rose. That's right. Um, I think Brewster's has the best peach ale. Yeah, 50, uh, uh, 52nd Street Peach. 52nd back, Street Peach. And then back in the day when it was only at Beer Revolution, and you could actually get, like, the huge-ass peach in it when you went, uh, when you get, went to the Re- Beer Revolutions. Yep, yep. The only place I've seen to add the peach, like I've never been to Beer Revolutions, but at, obviously if you go to Brewster's, they all put a peach in it. Like yeah. Half slice or whatever it is, or 
Yeah, and then unfortunately, yeah. the all, all the beer revolutions in Calgary are closed now. Oh, <laughs> there, there you go. There, there's only one left, and it's in Edmonton. Oh. We we actually we were up there. Didn't we go there? Yeah, we were there for the Edmonton show because it was not it was uh, it wasn't close to the Expo Center, but it was halfway between uh, that and our buddy's place. So nice. All right, I've I've got a controversial one. When I think of uh, Alberta beer, I think of Kokanee. Really? Yeah. That's weird because that's made in Cranston. Yeah, yeah. No, so the fun. So there's a story behind this. Is that because I went out east to uh, to university and all that? Uh, when we when we were out there, sort of thing. Every, and even though yes, it's made in Cranston, uh, people were always like. Oh yeah, you're from like Alberta. You, you you're from Kokanee. That, that's where the Kokanee's from, right? And eventually, I just got tired enough that I stopped correcting people. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna say a big beer like that, you might as well say Labatt's. Yeah, at least they have a brewery in Edmonton. Yeah, like and then that would make sense. But for whatever reason, it maybe it's because the mountains thing and you know Calgary mountains and all that kind of stuff. Even though BC's fill way more mountains than we are. Uh, that was always the association made. So like I go to parties and they just had me like Kokanee. I was like, okay, I'll just drink it. <laughs> Which was a nice break from all the Alexander Keiths I was drinking, but, <laughs> uh, but my real, my real choice would be Big Rock, anything by Big Rock and probably a tie between Grasshopper and Trad for the most Albertan beer possible. Trad for sure. Been... Yeah. Had a lot of trad. Oh, like that, like, you know, that was, again, the craft beer before craft beer sort of thing. You go to a, a bar, you see all the Molsons and Labats and all that, and then you see, right at the end, you see a, a little uh, pull for trad, and you're like, okay, I'm going to have that. And just drink that all night. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, it used to be, trad used to be at almost any pub or restaurant. And yeah. now, now it's, you don't really... Um, it, it's very rare to see it now. Like the pub, the pub has to basically be large enough to have enough taps to do it, and they can't be like associated with a, a brewery or anything like that. And then you'll you'll see like at least one big rock something in there. Okay, here's where the sort of editing magic has to end because this is where Brandon, in his incredible awesomeness, started to describe with beautiful detail, his favorite Alberta beers. And of course, I don't remember what they are. This is the lost episode, the lost Brendan track. We're calling it Silent B. And uh, we're missing out on it here. Um, This is a, you know, Brendan, way to go. Thank you for your contribution to this podcast. (laughs) uh, Okay. Okay, you know what? Uh, yeah, this this is good. I think, I think we've uh, we've uh, harassed Brendan enough here, and we'll, we'll continue on with this. But uh, yeah, thanks, Brendan, for your deep and truly unique views of Alberta beer. Actually, one of the other ones I think of now that you made you made me start thinking about it, um, Alley Cat, Alley Cat Apricot Ale, because yeah. that is one of the ones I was out in Ontario, and I found that and not Big Rock at one uh, one liquor store in Ottawa. Oh, a long time ago. There's that one, and there's one more that I think is even better. It's the fishbone. Ooh, yes. You don't see it as much anymore. No, Un- unfortunately, yeah. It's like like the apricot is their like 
their ale, like it's their uh, their flagship now. But yeah, their Fishbone was mm, that was a good beer. But you know what's a good beer that I don't have yet, Steve? Your Goza. Yeah. <laughs> hmm? Please tell me. Please tell me you brewed it. Uh, no, I have not. Oh my god, you're gonna need to get new watermelon. Like, how old is that watermelon? It's frozen. It's fine. Oh my god, it's frozen. <laughs> it's frozen in the bags. No, I uh, I was gonna do that starter, but then life got in the way, and I unfortunately had to throw that starter out. It sat for like six days, and I did not trust it after that point. Oh so, my gosh. So I haven't had the opportunity yet, and I know my next two weekends are full. So. By the yeah. time that beer's done, I'm going to be cancer-free. Jesus. Yeah, celebration yeah. beer. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Victory. Victory beer. Victory beer. And on that note, uh, so yeah, just to reiterate to everyone, uh, yeah, uh, we will be in, again, a Sobeys or Safeway near you this week, literally this week. So look for us there. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Uh, go buy them out and tell them to order in more. It'll be fantastic. That's and right, as of September 1st. So just in time for the long weekend, you can get it for all your last-minute camping. Exactly. Camping mm-hmm. Yeah, especially since we know everybody listens to this on Thursday as soon as it's released, right? 5.30 a.m., everyone's waking up. Boom. I, I think I think there's actually... Well, yeah. I think there's actually, like, literally two people who do that, and that's Ben and I think my sister-in-law because she, like, listens to it on the way into her job. We are also going to be at the Canmore Highland Games from 5 to 9 on September 3rd. And uh, come by and see us. I will be in my kilt and dying. So come by and see me as I uh, try not to let that happen. And uh, come come get some beers from me. Brennan, you're going to be there too, aren't you? Yes. But he will not have a kilt on. Therefore, I don't know if it even counts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll have, actually just have shorts on instead of, you know, eight yards of, of uh, wool. And a sport. Yeah. Uh, and then Rob, if someone wanted to let us know that this great new beer they found at Sobeys, uh, how could they contact us? Best way to contact us is email, no problems at solutionsbrewing.com. You can also go to our website, no problem. Oh my god. Solutionsbrewing.com. Ah. And there's a contact us page. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I screwed that up. I'm actually staring at the page right now. <laughs> Um, or of course, social media, we're also on there, um, at Solutions Brewing Co. That's good for Facebook and, uh, Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we'll be posting the flyer tomorrow, which will be the day before this goes up. And yeah, we'll be, we'll be pushing this a little, a little hard, which will be nice. Yeah. Yeah. But join us next time when we continue our grand journey across the uh, across this great land of ours. Thanks everyone. <laughs>